Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Our super producer and host, Dave Shepard, is holding it down for us in New York. It is the JR Sport Brief. Man, so many messages. Anyway, it's a big Thursday night. For a popular guy. Who, me? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, it's like. T- I'm shocked like you got so many messages. You're JR. No, I'm like, can I? I can't. I'm just messing so many. You do you you want them instead, Shep? You can have them. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> it's so busy. I look up on the screen. There's a game here. I look up on the screen. There's a game there. I, I got all the stats in front of me, and it's like messages. Yeah, you've only been hosting for four years nationally. They, they shouldn't know you're on air right now or anything. No, it's just so many people don't care. It's my fault. I, I typically have. Because I get a message and a multiple screens go off, right? And so if I turn once, if I turn messages on one off, they typically go off on another one. And it's just, it was one I don't know got through and it popped up. It's, it's probably uh, my fault. Anyway, it's a busy Thursday night besides my phone. Right now, the Buffalo Bills are beating up on the Bucks. The score is 24 to 10. The Buccaneers are trying to get the ball into the end zone right now. Meanwhile, in the NBA, we've already had the completion of one game. The Milwaukee Bucks held on to beat the Philadelphia 76ers at home, 118-117. to And meanwhile, the Los Angeles Lakers, in their home opener, they lead the Phoenix Suns right now, 38-35. to And this will be a major, massive embarrassment if the Lakers don't beat Phoenix at home. Why? Because there is no Devin Booker. He's dealing with a foot issue. There will be no Bradley Beal. He's still dealing with a back. And so it's Kevin Durant and friends tonight. Eric Gordon is the leading scorer so far with the Suns with 12 points. Anthony Davis has eight. Uh, Let's see if he actually scores in the second half of this game. LeBron James has seven. Uh, D'Angelo Russell has 10 points. We'll keep you up to date on the Lakers home opener, regardless of what happens, people are going to overreact, win, lose, or draw. But this should, should be a game that they win uh, tonight. And and we'll talk about the Bucs and Sixers 
in a moment. If you listened to the first hour of the show, thank you. If you missed it, you can hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Thank you to everybody tuned in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliates. You can stay locked in on Sirius XM Channel 158. And if you have a smart speaker, just ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. We open up the show talking about James Harden. The, The latest saga here is that the Sixers might now be in trouble for not allowing James Harden to travel with the team because technically he wasn't hurt. He tried to take the team plane. The Sixers said, no, stay in Philly and and exercise, get in shape. And the NBA is saying, hey, well, our new policy says superstars, they got to show up. They got to travel. And so the NBA is investigating. Uh, I will laugh my ass off if the 76ers get fined over this because the Sixers are just a crap show right now. We heard from Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker officially retiring, calling it a wrap uh, in Houston. We talked about Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook wants out from the New York Jets, or at least he wants some touches, but there's no reason to let him touch the ball when Brees Hall is leading the NFL in yards per carry, and Dalvin Cook is pretty much the worst in the NFL when it comes to yards per carry, barely getting three, not even getting three. Uh, Brees Hall is approaching almost seven yards a carry, which is obnoxious and makes no sense and so as we continue on here with the show oh what a great catch man what a nice catch mike evans on the receiving end of a of a touchdown from baker mayfield making the score 24 16 buccaneers gonna go for a two-point conversion here i think buffalo will still hold on to win man it just stinks when you have some teams and we'll talk about it uh, about two and a half minutes left in the game it just doesn't matter what the Bucks do. Like, they ain't winning nothing. I don't want to call this a waste of a year, but if I were them, I'd be... It's like you're delaying the inevitable. They're going to have to rebuild. Mike Evans ain't winning nothing else. It's just... It's a sad situation. So we'll keep you up to date with the Buffalo Bills as they move along. Hey, let's talk about this, because Damian Lillard did make his debut tonight for the Milwaukee Bucks, and boy, did he shine bright. 39 points total. The Milwaukee Bucks beat the Sixers 118 to 117. Uh, The Milwaukee Bucks led for the vast majority of the game until we moved into the second half. At one point going into the fourth quarter, the 76ers went on a run. The Milwaukee Bucks had to play catch-up. Damian Lillard already had 21 points in the first half. And then to help close things out, to come back and win the game, it was Dame time. 14 points in the final four minutes. It's 39 points, a franchise record for the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's listen to Damian Lillard go from, I don't know, Dame time to freak time with Giannis Antetokounmpo. This is Damian Lillard knocking down a three to put the Bucks up. 105-104 in the fourth. Giannis takes the feet on the other side. Down by two. Banging around. Glides in. Missed the shot. Gets it back. Had it knocked away again. Gets it again. Feeds it out. Lillard. Three-pointer for the lead. It's game time. 
105-104. Damian Lillard with his first points of the fourth quarter put the Bucks back ahead by one. Yeah, that gave him the lead. And then Giannis, he said, well, let's extend that lead. And what does Giannis do? Giannis says, oh, well, let me get a bucket real fast. And this extended the lead by three. Maxi the other way. Gives it to Embiid. Embiid challenged by Lopez. Missed it. Giannis with a rebound. Racing off the other way. A Euro step. Lays it up and in. Count it with another one. Coming out of the house. The Bucks have stampeded their way back to a three-point lead with a chance to make it four. Yeah, Euro step by a Greek Nigerian. How appropriate. Okay. Damian Lillard, I told you this man had 14 points. Closing things out in the final four minutes. This time, Damian Lillard said, I'm going to go to the basket, not necessarily a Euro step, but this put the Bucks up by eight in the fourth. Damian Lillard picked up at the top of the arc, defended by Kelly Oubre Jr., drives around Oubre, gets the corner, lays it off the window and good with a foul. Damian Lillard right back to work. Damian Lillard right back to work. Well, we know Damian Lillard is known for one thing, and that's knocking down big shots especially these gigantic step-back threes that he takes from the other side of the planet. This is Damian Lillard knocking down a three, making the game a 116-111. to Lillard, step-back three, on the way, got it! Damian Lillard, welcome to the Cream City! Game time has arrived with 107 to go. There's so many, so many references of... Uh, Damian Lillard's nickname with Giannis now, and now you tie in the Cream City. It's just a, a lot going on there. Uh, let's listen to another call from the Bucks Radio Network. It's the final call. Now four seconds left. Embiid fires up the three. Missed it. Rebounded by Melton. Fires up a desperation three off the window. It goes, but thanks to two clutch free throws from the newest hero in Milwaukee, Damian Lillard and the Bucks are winners tonight, 118 to 117, and Dame time has officially arrived here in the Cream City as the Bucks ride 39 points from Damian Lillard, who busts the door down in his debut with the Bucks here tonight. Yeah, 39 points total for for Damian Lillard. 21 points in the first half of the game. Giannis Atetokounmpo with 23 points, 13 rebounds, two blocks. Chris Middleton, I guess he said, man, what what the hell do I need to do out here? He only had six points. And uh, Brooke Lopez, he contributed 13. Meanwhile, for the Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid, reigning MVP, 24 points. Tobias Harris, 20. And Tyrese Maxey who's probably the one dude who really never wants to see James Harden again. Tyrese Maxey finished with 31 points and eight assists. If he keeps this up, not to say he's going to drop 30 every night, there should be no reason why uh, Tyrese Maxey isn't competing for an all-star spot. And so the Sixers, they have bigger problems to worry about when it comes down to the James Harden distraction. And the Milwaukee Bucks and this new Damian Lillard, Giannis Antetokounmpo era – They get off to a hot start 
as Damian Lillard pretty much shows and proves to everyone why he is valuable and just what he means to a team. And this is this is really what it means for the Bucks. They got a killer. They really do. You know, I know a lot of people will take a look at, at, at the loss of Drew Holiday and if you want to favor the Celtics over the Bucks, people will say, oh, well, they lost defense. Oh, they lost Drew Holiday. Look, people can say and have the cliche about defense winning championships, okay? There are a lot of folks, a lot of individuals who play defense. Scoring, putting the ball in the basket comes at a premium. And Damian Lillard is not the defender that Drew Holiday is. I don't think anybody would wake up and and confuse the two. But when you think about this type of scorers that the NBA has seen, Damian Lillard is one of the greatest of all time. Flat and period. He's one of the greatest clutch shooters of all time. Flat and period. Just tonight in his debut, 14 points in the final four minutes. That has championship value. I find more value in that than saying, oh my God, we lost defense. Sometimes you got to give something up to get something back in return. And there's not a shadow of a doubt that being able to have Damian Lillard on the team and Damian Lillard to go out there and get buckets, that's an improvement for the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, Drew Holiday is nice. He's, uh, you know, make a couple of all-star teams nice. But he's not NBA top 75 nice. And so I said this last night when I gave you my top six list of of NBA teams that have the best odds to, to win a championship. Yeah, I, I had the, the, the Celtics at number one, but that's only only because I think they finally get over the hump. And I don't know if I want to trust, you know, maybe the health and the age of this entire Bucks squad moving into the future. That's it. Is Damian Lillard going to make it? We'll see. I'm sure Giannis will stay healthy. But what is Chris Middleton going to look like at the end of the year? What is Brooke Lopez going to look like? At the end of the year, I'm starting to look at Brooke Lopez and say, man, this is a this is an old center right now. And I know he's big. He's huge. And he's playing at the three point line now. Maybe take some stress off of him. Doesn't need to go into the lane. It's it's less about Giannis and even Lillard, but it's more about the entire team. The Celtics a little bit younger. And uh, I just need to see if, if Chris Stapps is going to be available. But I like the Bucks. I hope that's the Eastern Conference matchup that we get. Uh, and to be honest, to be honest, I don't, I don't know what other team would get in there unless there was an injury. Uh, Shep, what is the, the next best team in the East? Like, who would it be even? Well, you have the Bucks as number one, right? I mean, you had the Celtics last night as number one in your top six. Yeah, I'm saying, forget those two. Right, What's right. the next best team you would say is even in the East? So, man, I, I mean, Miami, there's a ceiling there. Like, Jimmy and Bam are nice complimentary players, and that, that's a little bit of an insult. They're, they're, they're stars. Neither one of those guys are superstars. The Bucks have two. The Celtics have one and a half, you know. Um, yeah, JR, to your point. This is crap. 
the East is crap. That's yeah. what it boils down yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, the Magic are up and coming, but they're yeah. not quite there yet. Not even. Um, right. They're, they're not there. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the other. The, I mean, the Knicks, right. The Knicks, the Cavs, Mitchell, sometimes you don't even think he wants to be there. With, They're with all the in the same group. Right. So I, I hope that we can fast, I mean, not fast forward, but just just give me the Celtics and the Bucks. Like, that's it. We, we've already heard the story last night of the uh, Chicago Bulls already having a team meeting. We know they ain't going anywhere. Nope. The, the, <laughs> the New York Knicks got to wait for somebody to be available. They are – they almost the same damn team they were last year. Uh, the Miami Heat lost a couple of their their, their backup dudes. Gabe Vincent is gone. Struess is gone. Uh, the Magic are on the up and up. The Raptors, who cares? Uh, the Pistons are, are actually a team on the up and up. The Wizards are hot trash. The Pacers should be good. You know, and, and good is okay, but it ain't good enough. And it's the same thing as Shep just said for the Cavs and the Heat. Uh and then and that's in the same place. We got a bunch of nothing. And we haven't even mentioned the Hawks, which is just uh, equally as sad. The East really comes down to the Celtics, the Bucks, a bunch of teams in the middle, and then some bad ones like the Washington Wizards. I mean, they are going to they going to be ass this year. There's uh, no other way around it. And um, look, I want to see Lillard light it up. I want to see the Celtics light it up, and I'd love to see them in the Eastern Conference Finals. Sign me up for it. Meanwhile, in the West right now, the Los Angeles Lakers are still in action. Uh, Their home opener, hosting the Phoenix Suns. And I hope they turn things around in the second half because we're about 30 seconds away from halftime, and the Phoenix Suns lead 52-48. to Seconds away from the from halftime, and uh, this this shouldn't be this competitive, as the Phoenix Suns don't have Bradley Beal, and they don't have Devin Booker. Uh, Lakers are an interesting squad. We've officially reached halftime, fifty-two to forty-eight. Hey Shep, did you see that guy sitting in the front row with the moon boots on? Who the hell is that guy? No, I'm I'm busy watching the the, the Buffalo Bills almost give this game away. It's uh, 21 seconds left. Let's see what they do. Right. There's an, I don't want to call him an idiot because uh, who am I to talk to anybody about fashion? Uh, but this guy, there's a guy in like uh, a visor and moon boots. It's just a, a very L.A. thing going on in Los Angeles. But to Shep's point, uh, right now, this moment, the Buffalo Bills, 24 to 18, 20 seconds left in the game. And Baker Mayfield trying to shock. I don't want to say shock the world here. He got a long way to go down the field. Let's see what these uh, these Buccaneers can do. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Let's see if we got a Buccaneers comeback. We'll give you that answer on the other side of the break. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief 
on CBS Sports Radio. Oh my God, JR, I love your show, Mr. Positive. God, I love your show. I mean, I'm glad you're defending LeBron. God, JR, I love you. You are uh, a man that is reasonable, knows what he's talking about. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Yeah, I guess sometimes I know what I'm talking about. Maybe. Possibly. Listen, Thursday night football is over. Week 8 of the NFL season is underway, and up in Buffalo, Western New York, the Buffalo Bills, they hold on to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The final score is 24-18. to 18. Baker Mayfield throws a Hail Mary downfield, and it doesn't end up in the hands of anyone. It doesn't touch anyone. It just lands in the end zone, quite frankly, because Godwin was held. We had a couple of guys held on the Buccaneers. Nothing was called. And let's be real. I, I, don't, I don't recall a time in my life looking at a Hail Mary pass that goes down the field and we got holding. There's like 11 guys in the end zone, everybody falling all over each other, and uh, there's, there's never a call. Shep, do you recall a time where, where it's just like, hey, here's a Hail Mary and we get holding? Like, that doesn't happen, man. No, it's like the end of a basketball game, JR. You, you swallow your whistles unless it's the most egregious thing ever. Yeah, well, Chris, Chris Godwin was kind of held. It, there was a couple of receivers that were held on Buffalo, and nobody gave it there. That's all well, ref- well and good, Jay. I, I got a, sorry to cut you. I got a question yeah. for you whenever you get a chance. Yeah, go ahead. What's up? I feel like everybody lost. I, I feel oh, like my the, God. I feel like the viewership lost. I feel like the Bills lost. The Buccaneers lost. This is just – JR, this isn't working on Thursday night. Like, and I, I know we've said that before. It gets worse and worse. And the Bills, you're right. Like, the, the question coming into this, this, this week, JR, was is the Bills' window closed to winning a Super Bowl? I just don't look at them and say they're going to get by the Bengals. They're going to get by the Chiefs. They're going to get by the Dolphins. And then we haven't even talked about who they could potentially face in the NFC. Like, they just don't have it. I don't mean to oversimplify it, but they don't have whatever it is to get over the hump. Yeah, I, I'm not. See, I'm not so. I'm not so quick. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are still awesome. Do they look as strong as as they have in years past or even last season? I, I don't think so. Uh, but I still believe that they are. They're at the top. They are the best team in the AFC. And then there's everybody else. I mean, the Ravens' defense has been playing out of their minds. Uh, I know there've been talks about who the Ravens might bring in. Uh, on offense, maybe they bring in a Derrick Henry. That would certainly uh, make them more of a rushing juggernaut, more so than they've even been over the past few years. And so I don't think the Buffalo Bills are, are all that that far off. Like, I still consider them to be in the mix. They are obviously, uh, if you want to talk about real contenders, you might say the Dolphins are in that space. We haven't seen them, you know, have success with this group in the playoffs yet. We don't know how they would perform out there in the freezing cold, really going in the depths of the postseason. Uh, Bengals are looking to turn things around. And so I know we just talked about how the the NBA looks in the Eastern Conference, how it looks real top-heavy between the the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks, and then there's everybody else. It it feels the same type of way in the AFC uh, for football right now. It's like here, here are the Kansas City Chiefs, and then there's everybody else. And even the Chiefs, I feel, have a little bit more room to go or room to grow offensively as they try to figure out, 
you know, who, who are our main weapons, you know, outside of let's just get Travis Kelsey the ball, uh, who's going to step in, who's going to step up and emerge. I know they just brought back uh, McCall Hartman. And so we have to see uh, for tonight's game where the bills beat the bucks 24 to 18 uh, at halftime. This is a squad that, that, that led and they pretty much had the bucks uh, in control at halftime. It was 17 to 10. And then they were able to move ahead to 24 to 10. And that was pretty much all she wrote. The Bills last scored a touchdown in the third quarter, and the Buccaneers were able to score eight points, uh, a touchdown and a two-point conversion to make it 24 to 18. And then they they, they couldn't get over uh, the proverbial hump to tie the game up, even though they had possession uh, in the, the final possession, I should say, of the game. And so the Bills... They improved their record to 5-3 and three after that end-of-game loss to the New England Patriots uh, this past uh, Sunday. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, well, they fall to 3-4. and four. And for this team, the Buccaneers are just wasting everybody's time. I know you just heard Shep talk about Thursday Night Football as a waste of time. Well, not for the NFL. They're making billions of dollars. Uh, the players don't like it. Quality of games aren't good. And let's be real. When you play on Sunday and you got a couple of few recovery days and then you got a travel day and then you got to play the next day, there's a reason why these Thursday night games stink. The players aren't in optimum shape. The players haven't recovered the way they typically would. And the NFL will shovel all types of you-know-what and crap you know, into the public about how the the game is good. Otherwise, we wouldn't have it, and we care about player safety. Uh, No, they care about the dollar first. They care about the money. And the players, well, I mean, they get to partake in sharing it as well, and so they ain't complaining. And so, man, we got to get used to these crap, garbage, boring Thursday night football games. At least this one, towards the end, It looked like it was going to be competitive, and we could thank the Buffalo Bills for taking their foot off the gas just a little bit. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The players have started to talk to the media on the field. Uh, Coaches and players are heading to the back and – getting ready to talk to the media, press conferences. We'll hear from the players. We'll listen to some of the big plays of the game. Uh, we'll do that in a break or two. And then also, we'll, uh, this game is still going on too, the Los Angeles Lakers and the Phoenix Suns. Uh, we'll talk about all of it. And you know what? Shep brought up You know what teams could be competitive here in the AFC. I had mentioned uh, the Dolphins too. A little, little touch and go right now. But I'll tell you this, the Dolphins are in the news because they're going to have cameras in their face. I'm going to tell you what the deal is with the Miami Dolphins. We're going to talk some Thursday night football between Buffalo and Tampa Bay. We're going to talk some basketball between the Lakers and the Suns. We got so much to do. 855-212-4CBS is the number. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, check this out, man. This is my first time getting through to you, but I've been listening to you all the time, and boy, you keep it on the 100. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. The Buffalo Bills pick up a victory tonight. 24 to 18, Buffalo gets rid of the Buccaneers at home. The Buffalo Bills improve their record to 5 and 3. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they fall to 3 and 4. Uh, right now, Josh Allen is having a conversation on the Amazon show. Dude, I don't even know what the hell they call us. What would I call us? The Amazon Sports Desk? They like, call it the Ryan Fitzpatrick Kisses Josh Allen segment for the fifth thousandth time. That's what they call it. No, I, I would two say. Buffalo guys. I, I know, but like they got Ryan Fitzpatrick like taking off his shirt. Like it's, it's, his it's shirt too, is off? It's, it's too much. It's is too his much. shirt off? It was. Well, that's what they do in Buffalo. You know, it gets – wasn't it like zero degrees one day he took his shirt off in the stands? We don't need that kind of Fitz magic. Oh, he's beloved <laughs> out there. He's beloved. Is he? Yeah, Buffalo, they love him. What? Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yeah, they love him. You know him, that's yeah. not Jim Kelly, right? Yeah, but they still love him. He's a fan favorite. What? I take Tyrod Taylor's wait, days wait. over Ryan Fitzpatrick. You do what? I take Tyrod Taylor in Buffalo before I take I take Drew Bledsoe in Buffalo before uh, I take Ryan Fitzpatrick. Nah, they love Ryan Fitzpatrick, man. Really? They love him up there. You didn't I, see him at you don't remember seeing him at the game after he retired and he no. was up He went to he went to a Buffalo Bills game after he retired and he wore just a beanie and he was like one of the fans and it was uh a pretty cool sight, and he just showed up. He wasn't he wasn't working, right? He wasn't doing press. He wasn't doing TV. He wasn't doing any of that. He just showed up, and he was watching the game. That's it. Well, that's that's good because this is a Harvard educated individual, and he overachieved through the entirety of his career. Yeah. And I feel like with his broadcasting, he's trying to like appeal to the to the common dumb people. Um, and I just think he's better than that. So nah, he's maybe, just having fun. May, all right, maybe I got to maybe I got to lighten uh, lighten up on Ryan Fitzpatrick a little yeah, bit. Yeah, nothing wrong with having fun, right? People, you like to have fun, right? Yeah, I, but not if it's a game. Now he's taking his shirt off again. I know, I know, but not if it's. See, here's my thing, Jr. You have a lot of fun on this sh- on your show. Do I? Yeah, I think. I oh. well, you, I think so. I mean, I think I read the room pretty well. I think there may be a caller or two that you may not care for every night. But name somebody. <laughs> no, I will not do that. Oh, there's uh, a Buffalo. Hey, is 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 his name Buffalo Bill? He's got a shirt off again. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I don't think. Oh my God. Is, is the Bills mascot? <laughs> is his name Buffalo Bill? I don't know. Is, he's Billy. His name is Billy. Isn't right? it Ralph? As in, like, Wilson? <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Um, but see, like, and that's what I'm talking about. Like, there, there's His no... name is Billy. His oh, name is Billy. It is, it is Billy. Billy Buffalo. Got you. My, my... He couldn't be Buffalo Bill. That'd be... <laughs> no, that'd be bad. That, that would, uh, a little too too much silence of the lambs there. There you go. Uh, yeah. Shout out Anthony Hopkins. But, like, the thing is, JR, I, I just think that, I, I think there's a difference between having fun and letting it happen organically than just doing something that you know is going to get attention, um, and that you know is going to be a you know, or it's going to really 
augment the crowd and rile up the crowd, but it's 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 not indicative and becoming of someone that is a professional broadcaster. Well, and he's not he's listen, he's not a football player anymore. Who's the who's the who's the woman on the set? What happens if they all take their shirts off? Does she join in? Uh, uh, I'm not going to comment on that because right. it might come off as a little uh, rude from what yeah, I say. Yeah, but I'm saying. I mean, everybody. No, 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 is, she's, see, not, no they, she's not going to do that. No. There are guys in the stands that have their shirts off. Like, that's what they do in Buffalo. It's also, I don't know if you knew, uh, knew this. I'm, because, Show us your fits. Right. That, I, that I, was I do, a sign. Right. I do, I do see that. So, what is the yeah. point of taking off your shirt on a broadcast? What does that achieve? It's just, it's just, uh, What's the word? It's not a skit. It's just an acknowledgement of where they are. And we know the fans in Buffalo are just, they're different. They like to party. They like to let everybody know, yes, it's freezing cold up here. Right. We ain't no punks. We're going to party. We're going to go through tables. We're going to drink. We're going to tailgate. We don't care about it being 10 degrees outside. Hey, Fitz. Oh, I can't say that. (laughs) Hey, JR. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, I have an idea. What? How about they win? Just Buffalo once. Bills. Just once. A championship. Yeah, instead of instead of wide right, just just win one. Just wow. win one Super Bowl for crying out loud. This, and Marv Levy. This iteration of the team doesn't have anything to do with thirty years ago. That's that's fair, but yeah. Marv Levy would be ashamed at this stunt by the Buffalo Bills fan base and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, my God. I'll tell you it's, that right you're, now. You're, you're crapping on the Buffalo Bills fans, too, now? Well, it's... it's wh- What's wh- the difference between Buffalo Bills? At least they have fun and they show up. You're right. You're right. They're not Raiders fans. They're not Browns fans. They're oh, definitely wow. not Eagles fans. I'll give them be, that. Be careful now with Raiders fans, okay? Well, Rangers fans are flat-out dangerous. Um, no, no, no. Did you say Raiders fans? Yes. Yeah, that's why I said be careful. Right. Man. Raiders got- fans are dangerous. They're the worst. They got a lot of them, but I, it's not the same now playing anymore. in Vegas. Right, right. Um, you know, yeah. but but Jr. Just just like just my, my, my final takeaway from from this from this Pokes game because Carissa Thompson, by the way, and she was obviously uh, taking over at um, at ESPN for Sports Nation from Colin Coward, which isn't hard to do. Anyone could replace that fool. Um, but when you talk about this post game, it is star studded, Jr. Like Whitworth. Uh, Tony Gonzalez, the second greatest tight end to ever play the game. We have your friend Richard Sherman. That is a very talented post game. I don't know if their full breath is being taken advantage of on Amazon Prime. Yeah, just having fun. Well, I mean, listen, man, get used to it. Amazon is buying everything. They might buy you next, Shep. You can't put a price on me, Jr. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Come on now. Well, I don't. I, listen, man. I only know what I know. I didn't know that, Shep. Anyway, one day. Hey, by the way. For a guy getting on Ryan Fitzpatrick for taking his shirt off in a post game, it, remind me, didn't you just bet a fan or listener or something that that in a couple of months or so you're gonna show up to work in in a shorts and a t-shirt? What's the difference? Well, the the difference is um, I was an idiot for making the bet because oh, I like yeah. everyone else thought that of course the Astros and the Phillies were the prohibitive favorites and would actually execute in Game Six and Game Seven. I'm kind of hoping he forgets about it. It's not that I back out of a bet, but if he doesn't remember the bet, then there's no need to no, do it. No, that guy's going to remember. You sure? Do, what, does he need photographic evidence? No, I said I said it on the air. If he brings it up, I'll admit I'll, I'll cop to no, it. No, but I'm saying, how's he going to know that you actually do it? Oh, I, I mean, I'll definitely like put up a it's picture. Radio, this ain't TV. Yeah, I'll, Come I'll, on. I'll be right. I'll be. I'll put up a picture and just be like, oh. "This is what I get for being a fool." 
I'll just put up a photo from the summertime when you actually did wear shorts and a T-shirt. <laughs> that's that's a fair point. How's he going to know the difference? Yeah, yeah, but that's really reneging and uh, kind of nah, compromising nah. the bet. I can't do that, Jay. I'm, I'm, I'm a man of integrity, you know? Nah, he's just a listener. He's not going to know no different. Well, I, 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 I tell what you what. He, you going to lose sleep over it? Maybe. You know, it's funny, Jay. You, you, mentioned, you mentioned the Bills fan base. There really is such a thing as Bills Mafia. They are yeah. so passionate. And we, Jared, you and I watch Thursday night football. Too. Yeah, like you and I watch Thursday night football every night. You have to break it down. I have to watch it as well. Yeah, I know, right? And I can't recall a bigger post game crowd than what I just was. And this was a crappy game. This was not a convincing performance by the Buffalo Bills. I know Josh Allen had a nice stat line, and he joins, like, Tom Brady as one of the two guys in NFL history to go for, like, 300 yards and multiple touchdown games and all that. But this is not a good showing from Buffalo. But with all that being said, the, the place is almost still half-packed for a post-game show. Well, you, Josh Allen was the dude who stepped up to the desk. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I know he ain't do no winning, but he is a, a local legend there. And then people want to be on TV. Why not party? It's a good win. It's not all that much freezing cold yet. And so, listen, you, you might as well show up and and enjoy it. You know, have some fun. Yeah, no, you're not for fun? You anti-fun? I'm all, I'm, I'm all for fun. I guess I'm just kind of like a little sensitive about where our industry is going. Like, ah, you got to go work for the NFL in the office now. <laughs> no, because like. Anti-fun league guy. No, no. We, not a fun guy. We, we can have fun. And I right. think that's a wonderful thing to enjoy life and to enjoy your job. And when you don't think of it like a job. See, like I'm watching Taylor Rooks right now. And you know Taylor Rooks. I know some of our audience is familiar with her. Yeah, she's I know just, her personally, She's yes. just straight up talented. And she doesn't try to be anybody but herself. She's not trying to do anything to appeal to the common masses. She's not, you know, going after low-hanging fruit. She's just a star. And I think that's where our industry needs to go. Just talk about the game. Stop trying to be the star of the game. And I feel like when you are Ryan Fitzpatrick and you are taking off your shirt, and you did it seven times, by the way, in that interview, you're making it about yourself. There's enough Dick Vitales in the world. There's enough Stephen A. Smiths of the world. We don't need them. We don't need them to be caricatures of themselves. Let the game be the star and you be the commentator. That's where I'm coming from. I I think, well, I mean, you just gave a bunch of examples where where we have had, you know, these, these big personalities and and people are trying to follow in and it's it's not an easy thing to follow people they would tell you that they're not because it'd be a bad idea you know people look at 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 the NBA on TNT as kind of the benchmark and and how can anybody not recreate what they've done but at least find individuals with with that type of uh chemistry and so you that you found success in being fun like what's what's memorable not that anybody knows by the time the game is over, I turn it off. Yeah. Like, what, what's memorable at all about NBC's Sunday night football pregame or postgame? What's memorable about it? Nothing. To be honest, I couldn't tell you who's doing it right now. Is Tony Dungy still there? Rod Harrison? Wow. Right? Wow. Now, what? JR, I, I do know you host six days a week. You, you know, I'm, I'm, not trying to be, I'm not trying to be disrespectful yeah. here, or, but so who hosts – I, I, do you, you know who hosts um, the halftime? You know it's not Dan Patrick anymore, obviously. On Sunday nights? Yeah. Yeah. Do you Bro, know who hosts right. the coverage? Um, uh, I, I know Mike Tirico. Is he in the studio well, or is he's he the, he's, the game? Well, he took over for Al two years ago. But you know who right. the you know who the person is leading the halftime report, you know, leading the pregame show, postgame no. show. Who wow. Is it? No. Maria Taylor? 
Oh, she's pregnant now, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. I think a baby due in January. That's right. Look at me. What a jerk I am. I know. I know she's doing it because she's pregnant. You know it. You know everybody. You know. I, I'm surprised you didn't. Uh, you didn't get that right off the top. But but Jr. But the, but after yes. watching football <laughs> starting at I don't know. Right. Sometimes nine thirty in the morning. The last thing I want to do is give a damn about a pregame. <laughs> I'm waiting for the game to come on. Right. Like I don't care about no pregame. Like I. Like, I just want to see the games outside of saying, oh, man, uh, you know, Charles Barkley and Ernie and uh, Shaq and Kenny are on. Like, what, what other – why should I care about a pregame? They're telling me a bunch of stuff that I watched already, like, and I've read a bunch already. You know, I've looked at highlights already. Why do I need to sit and watch an hour of it on NBC? Like, I don't care. Because you're going to – because in theory – and I and I, I know you alluded to the greatest TV show in sports, and it became and it became a TV show when Charles Barkley got there in 2000. It was a great NBA, um, you know, it was a great NBA piece and a great NBA coverage, but it became a show when Charles got there, because they're going to give you an angle, insight, a position, and first degree knowledge that we otherwise wouldn't have known well, had it not point. been Sir Charles, right, who, Shaq, who or else? Kenny. Who, what there ain't no other show doing that, no other sport. I think Fox. I think the pregame show. I think Strahan is one of one. Um, I think Nate Burleson is one of one on CBS. Oh, he's great. Yes. Right, he's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Yeah, I, but I ain't sitting down and watch. Those are individuals. Right, correct. I ain't sitting down and watching no show. And anything that's worth a damn that is coming from any of these shows, you want to know where I can find it and read it in three seconds? Social media. Yeah, on my and the internet. Yes. Yeah, it's this is a long way from, uh, you know, me sitting on the couch in in 1995, you know, watching a pregame. You know, we don't we don't need to do that no more. And so, man, if I can if I can save myself 40 minutes of a bunch of dudes just sitting around. For highlights that I already saw, like you used to have to watch the pregame in the NFL because you would see the highlights from earlier on in the day. And that's how you would find out, Jr. through Chris Mortensen back in the day, who was playing and who was unable to go. Yeah, you didn't find it out through a tweet at 6 a.m. Yeah. from Ian Rappaport. Yeah, I don't need no stinking pregame. God bless everybody on a pregame making money. Uh, if I happen to be in the house or outside of the restaurant or bar and I, I see it, good. Great. But the only pregame, postgame that I want to see is what you said. It, it's a show. It's the NBA on TNT. Everybody else, they they behind them, if you ask me. No competition. Flawless victory. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to hear some of these big plays from the Bucks and the Bills. The Bills go over the Bucks 24-18. to We'll also give you an update on the Los Angeles Lakers. We'll talk more of Damon's debut in Milwaukee. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.